Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'll make you famous. Hey gang, what's going on? Kevin Goatee here. Time for another slip slap fantastic episode of Gutting the Sacred Cow. Wow, do we have ourselves one villain for you this week. John Brennan joins us to attack most of your childhood memories and just try and declaw one of the most beloved kid films of all time. The Lion King. Yeah, you're going to hate this guy. Or are you? Before we get to it, don't forget, check out our sponsor this week, Meet Cute Box. Fun, fun product. Give them a try. Of course, go to meetcutebox.com and get all your information there. Guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. That's where you find us to just say hi or if you want to advertise with us like Meet Cute Box did. And hey, just Keep on keeping on, guys. Thank you for sharing with your friends, telling your friends about us, and writing those five-star ratings, two- or three-sentence reviews. Well, why? let's let this lion out of the cage, waka, waka, waka. Let's see what Johnny Brennan can do with The Lion King. Gather round, here's what I know. Gang, thank you so much for joining us on another Gutting the Sacred Cow. I want to talk to you about this week's sponsor, and that, of course, Meet Cute Box. What is Meet Cute Box? It is a themed date night box filled with unique items from small businesses around the world. They were kind enough to send me some stuff. Guys, look at this. Ready? First thing, you can't see because of the Lion King picture. Or beautifully uh, highbrow gummy bears. Not CBD, by the way. Legit high, like higher end gummy bears. Not that Harpo bullshit you get at the grocery store. Legit solid gummy bears. Uh, a candle that smells like Oasis. No, not the 1995 band that smells like cigarettes and beef eaters gin. But damn delicious. And if you never knew they made this, get ready. Not one, but two 
microwavable corn on the cob. Who thought that it actually existed? And listen, what date night is complete without coffee and adult Mad Libs? If this doesn't spurn on your Randy Talk A game, I don't know what is. And that's the best thing about Meet Cute Box because they just they give you they ask you a few questions, and then they try and figure out what your likes are, and then they'll tailor make that stuff and send it to you. So every box is a handmade box based on your membership profile. So you and your partner have a new surprise every month, unlike an unwanted pregnancy, right? Right. Memberships start at only $29.99 with each box, valued up to $100. And there's even a gift box available if you want to send it to a friend. So, Rob, you can send it to your sex dungeon there in the Poconos to a lucky lady <laughs> who's working at, at, at uh, Mount Kilimanjaro, that water park there who works the rides, you know. Do you want to invite her over for some uh, Randy talk? By all means. And uh, that's how you do it up there in the Poconos. If you're looking for ways to keep your date nights fun and exciting, you can try Meet Cute Box for free by visiting meetcutebox.com. And, of course, use that code word PODCAST for $10 off your first box. That's meetcutebox.com. Use the code word PODCAST for $10 off. Check out the commercial on YouTube and see how they got started and what it all is about. Here we go. I have not yet begun to defile myself. Rob Apple, guest host tonight. Name that film. If I give it the accent, it's a dead giveaway. That's why I didn't do it. Uh, I guarantee you've seen this film. Monty Python? No, sir. Our guest tonight is John Brennan. John with the <laughs> Indiana Jones lunchbox in the top left corner. That's <laughs> fucking balling. John, what film is I have not yet begun to defile myself from. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I'm usually kind of good at this and this. I have no clue, honestly. Oh, well, God. it's a film that everyone knows. And the obvious quote has already been done. I've actually taken two quotes. The film is Tombstone. Oh, I, man. You know, shit. I've seen it 30 times. Yep. Oh, I rewatched re it on the plane from Vegas this past week. I have not yet begun to defile myself, Wyatt. That's a <laughs> film. Goddamn Doc Holliday is a Doc national Holliday. treasure. You better believe it. Kevin Goatee, guest host Rob Apple. Rob, my buddy, what's going on? Rob, a fellow Jersey comic. Good <laughs> all around good dude. Have you been all right, pal? It's been a hot minute. Uh, it has been a while, bro. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. John Brennan has joined the party, and John has chosen a film. I immediately said yes when he <laughs> wanted to gut because John has got the balls to come out and attack the Disney boy. If it's it, it is on the Mount Rushmore of films loved by Disneyites, that is 1994's animated version. Of course, The Lion King, a box office budget at the time of $45 million, a box office haul of $968.5 million. Now, turn that into 2022 money. I did. Budget. $89.9 million budget. A box office haul, 1.39, sorry, $1.93 billion budget. Oh, sorry, gross. That is Avengers on steroids times four right there. 
You guys are not impressed with that number. It's I guess still garbage. Go, no yeah. matter how much money it made, it's garbage. Wow, out of the shoot, he's on fire. <laughs> Before we get to his fire, IMDB, as we know, guys, is a scale one through ten with decimal points. What do you think, John Brennan, that the IMDB scale has for Lion King? Um, I'll pro- I'll, I'll say eight point seven because 8. people 8. are just you know fucked up. Everyone loves to have their own little, you know, editorial on their on their number. They get to go. It's this because people are fucking basically retarded is what their answer is. <laughs> when it comes Rob to the Lion King, Apple, Rob Apple, what do you think it scored on the old IMDb? Oh, it's got to be high. It's got to be high. Or you know, it's eight point five. I'm thinking it's got to be upwards of like eight nine nine zero oh, nine one somewhere around there because that's a we need an exact thing. number, Rob Apple. This is not the. Uh, this, let's go nine one. You said one of the numbers, Rob Apple, but you didn't say this one in your final answer. 8.5 is the answer. Damn it. On IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes critic score, as we know, is 1 through 100. Rob, what do you think the critics gave The Lion King? Oh, the critics were so gentle on this movie, man. They every <laughs> single critic in the world just 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 fell with their knees of this movie. This is like they they got what was it one? Uh, it must be in the high nineties. Uh, let's say let's say not, not gonna say high nineties. Let's say 90, 93. 93. John Brennan, what do you have? Uh I'll go ninety two. One of you is dead nuts on and has won both showcases here <laughs> on the fabulous Price is Right. That person is Rob Apple. Ninety three. Ninety three. That's a and then John right behind with ninety two. It's a hell of a guess. Now, John, let's see if you can come back and get this one. Audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, same scale. Oh, not, audience. They're probably at ninety five or higher. So I'll just say ninety five. Rob Apple. Oh, I'm, you know what? We're going to we're going to pull a, a, a I'm going to pull a page out of the John Brennan playbook here. We're doing 96. <laughs> you both are just one cunt hair away from each other. 93 oh. again. 93. How do you like them apples? That's nuts. 93 for that. So. Critics and audience score is the same. Rarely do you ever see that quotes. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. That's the only quote I pull from this film. It's not a very quotable <laughs> film. Gentlemen, well, I, I, the, the best quote is, uh, what do you want me to do? Dress and drag and do the hula. That's a fucking funny line. And then he does it. I like yeah. that. You know, that I'm into. But uh, I you're, think into you're into drag. You're in the drag. Drag. Of course. <laughs> How could you not be into drag queens? They're the fucking funniest shit on the face of the earth sometimes. And then you got uh, uh, I am the Lion King. I can do anything. That was a cut line of dialogue. Uh, they, you know, they, they do a lot of anachronistic bullshit in this movie. So they were quoting uh, Jim Morrison. Garbage. <laughs> Out of the shoot hot. Rob, what else do you have as your uh, as your uh, quotes from this film? I think jump out at you. Well, I mean, the main character was a little prick and, you know, all he was obsessed about was just being king. So, I mean, like, he just can't wait to be king. Yeah, that was that was his big thing that he made a whole song about that. You know, I can't wait to be king. Rob, I thought you listened to the podcast. You should know you had to disguise your hand better than this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I mean, like, you know, there's some parts of it that are great. There's some parts of it that are terrible. All right. We'll We'll get into all of it. It's all right. right. It's like your pants aren't even down. You're already blowing a load. That's that's what's up. 
Have you not heard the art of theater, my good man? No, this is not a very quotable film. So let's get right into five fun facts. It took Disney's CG department not one, not two, but three years to just get the stampede scene animated. They needed to ensure that hundreds of CG animals ran without colliding into each other. Now it would probably take them 30 minutes, a little quicker than it took to make Thanos' chin look like a scrotum. <laughs> Fun fact number two, Elton John went to an early screening at this film and said, wait a minute, what happened to my song? He championed for it to be put back in and Kapow wins the Oscar for best original song. Wow. Amazing. The little things. Which one? The, uh, it did win. The love tonight. The, can you feel the love tonight? It did win. Yes, it did. Oh, okay. That's the one. Oh, that was the one. Number three, when Mufasa tells Simba about the great kings of past, you can see Mickey Mouse in the stars. You can also see other shit in the stars. We'll get to that later. We sure will. <laughs> this is the first film dubbed into Zulu for its African release. Dubbed into Zulu? Yes. I'm sure Marco Kane appreciated that one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Pumbaa. a stressful job being the one who translates all that. Insert joke here. I'm not going to because I can't get canceled. <laughs> I have too much to live for. Number five, Pumbaa is the warthog. The Pumbaa the warthog is the first Disney character ever to fart in a film for Disney. Funny, I always thought it was Snow White after she kissed Dopey. <laughs> well, the fart is one of the only good parts of this movie. So uh, thanks, Disney, for putting that fart in there. Zing. Let's get right to Ask a Gutter, which, of course, is where you, the fans, get our chance to ask our guests why they hate a film. We're going to kick it off with, at oh, of course, leading, playing Ricky Henderson's role at Bango2331. Do you find it curious, John Brennan, that American Decline just happened to coincide with the virtual end of Jonathan Taylor Thomas's acting career. Well, I, I touched upon this briefly on Twitter earlier. JTT, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's actual Nazi symbolism in this movie. And uh, I think that might have led to some of the 21st century resurgence of uh, Nazi sympathizing. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's, it's there. It's all there. And that helped with the decline of America. I absolutely b- believe that. Boy, I sure as hell missed that. Next to Chaco Shirt Krillin, have you ever played the Super Nintendo game? It's insanely hard, but the graphics were tits and the music is sick. I never played it, but uh, I did play the Friday the 13th game back in the day. And if it's as hard as that, I don't want to play. That was hard. My sister had this (laughs) game for Super Nintendo and it was hard as shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was the only game I ever went to, like, my friend's house and played. You know, like, like I never had a Super Nintendo, so I always had to go to their house to play it. And this is one of those games that it was it, it, that that game drove me nuts. I couldn't get anywhere with that game. You know, the like, har- this is not like the movie. You know, the hardest game I thought well, for well, there are two for Nintendo. Ninja Turtles was hard as shit. Oh, oh my I, God. And Ninja beat Turtles. it. Beat it. Beat it. I beat it. I, 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 you, I took, you beat Ninja Turtles. I sure did. And then when I you got the, three others, I took a picture and sent it to Nintendo Power. That's how proud I was of that. <laughs> wow. Remember that? I beat it. Oh, yeah. The way to beat it, you had to get the scroll. I had Donatello with the scrolls, and that's how you beat him. That should come with a trophy. It should, right? And the second game, I thought, actually, there are two more I thought were insanely hard that I beat that I'm proud of and sent the pictures to Nintendo Power. Castlevania 3, bonkers hard. 
And Ninja Gaiden 2, also insanely hard. Insane. You have to take your word on both those. <laughs> I, I, I found the parents, my pictures at my parents' house, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. I say, I told you, my brother, I told you, <laughs> sent that shit in. Um, next question. Uh, Newark Knight, Brandon Oglesby, another fan favorite. Is The Lion King overrated or is it damaging for children to watch this movie? I, I answered this as well. Sorry, I didn't realize it's going on. Yeah, there. Uh, they're da- it's damaging to everyone. Anyone who watches this film, children, adults, elderly, it's it's just it, there's so many subversive uh, things underneath the surface that Disney and the devil worshiping media conglomerates try to slip in. Uh, it's it's bad for everyone. OK, next one. <laughs> Ken uh, Bjorn Turner at Bjorn Viking. What are your thoughts on the theory that Scar ate Mufasa after he was trampled to death? Also asked by uh, Bex at Zen's producer. She wants you to address that controversy as well. Well, so I had known this theory, but that just leans into the fact that this is just a violent, horrible movie. Uh, A brother eats his own uh, brother brother on brother eating is just uh, not acceptable in a children's movie I'm sorry and it, it's completely there he put the side by side comparison of the animated skull to a real lion skull it's it's obvious that he ate his brother disgusting eating your own brother is some kind of gay porn search I'll never put on my computer but that's cool if you're into that stuff by all means fellas I'm not here to knock your hustle Next one is from, let's see here. Oh, at Lord Snurts. Again, our, I love the fan loyalists, and I love the guys who pop in here once in a while. At Lord Snurts, does your hatred for The Lion King extend to all Disney animation? Do you have a favorite animated film? Uh, I Oh, a favorite animated film. That's hard. But uh, I love a lot of Disney movies. And in fact, part of the reason why I dislike The Lion King so much is because there's at least 30 to 40 only Disney movies that are better than The Lion King. Forget about the rest of the realm of movies in general. Um, so, yeah, sorry, Lion King. You're at the bottom of the barrel over here. And uh, favorite animated movie? Shit, that's really difficult. Um, if the answer is not Transformers, the cartoon movie, the answer is wrong. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Thank Th- you. There's one that I watched recently. Was uh, It was uh, underrated. It's called Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin. I listened to it for another podcast. I saw it in 3D as a kid. And it's not that bad. It's a pretty good Star Wars ripoff. So if anybody wants to go seek that underrated gem out, Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin. The only other acceptable answer would have been Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. That's a good one. Oh, my God. I got got G.I. Joe the movie. I have it. Oh, fun fact about G.I. Joe the movie. They brought it back into theaters this summer for one night. I took my daughter to go to saw it because I made her watch a lot of my old G.I. Joes I have on DVD, the episodes. And she she loved the G.I. Joe cartoon film. Loved it. And yeah. I even got to yell Cobra. She'll yell that Cobra! out. And yelled and yo Joe as well. It's classic. Yeah. But yes, there are the other Disney movies that I'll also have to say. I love Toy Story. I love Aladdin. I although, although 90% of the Pixar films are, are fantastic. Mr. Toad and Ichabod Crane, one of the best one of all time. Nobody talks about that anymore. You know, you know what no one talks about anymore? The Black Cauldron, because it's Black sucks. Cauldron rules. Oh, it's, no, I, it rules. It's got the skulls, it's got the cauldron, and it's got the sword. You know what one's really dark if you watch it now as an adult? The Rescuers. I liked as a kid, I go, man, this shit is really dark with the kidnapping of the kid and all that such. Oh, yeah. That's a rough oh, one. God. Next one <laughs> from, oh, at the Big Nick J. 
Nala is adorable. Did she also give you a furry complex? Oh, God, I saw this one. Um, well, <laughs> I, I, let me put it this way. I'm more inclined to watch a furry uh, orgy than I am to join in a furry orgy. So this didn't necessarily give me a furry complex, but it's there. I mean, th- she's got the fuck me face in that gif that he shared. And uh, they just put it in there to, to sexualize and scandalize. And I think Disney uh, did the wrong thing. Well, Tipper Gore, I think it's about time that we let you. Uh... <laughs> that's, a good, that's a nice, that's a nice deep cut that that, that, that that you gave the credit to. And Rob, let me fucking sink on that, Rob. You might eat my ass, Rob. I love you, but that was. Oh, if it, you're Tipper Gore. Wait, wait. I'm Tipper Gore. You're yeah. fucking uh, the other guy, the the Frank Zappa, uh, Rocky Mountain High fuck that guy. John Denver. Yeah, that's it. The Rocky Mountain High <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> That's great. Okay, let's, uh, Rob, it's time to listen. He, he, John's, John's frothing at the mouth. Let's let the man come out and do his work. It's time for John Brennan to come out and gut the sacred cow. All right, well, if this is my time to shine, I'm telling you, I got six pages of notes on this garbage. Oh, I mean, boy. Six pages. All right, we can. Start. We don't have to do them all. I'll just get to the big ones. I mean, let's just start with the fact that The Lion King is a violent, sexist, racist, anachronistic, plagiarized piece of shit. Wow. Uh, so-called art. Not into it. I mean, like I said, there's 30-plus Disney movies that are better. And um, even – look. so I looked it up. There's about 1,900,000 uh, movies listed on IMDb. This is in the bottom 500,000 for sure. I mean, there's shot on video p- movies from the 80s that uh, are better than this. In my opinion, of course. Of um, course. We could get into this. I mean, we could just go down the line. I mean, what did I say first? We got uh, violent. The, the violence in this movie is insane. So the guy pointed out that the, the thing eats the thing. The brother eats the brother. No goo. No goo. How could you put that in a, in a children's movie? Maybe he dies of natural causes. Yoda, right? That's acceptable. He died from because he was old from the force. That's an acceptable death in a kid's movie. But if you're going to eat somebody, that's that's you, you, that's cannibalism amongst lions, which I don't know if that if you call. Yeah, I guess it is cannibalism when a lion. Eats well, a lion. He, I mean, I, I pardon me. My, my definition may be a little bit rusty. I would think a cannibalism, they may be alive. Is there, is it, do they have to be alive or dead to be considered a cannibal? Does no, it I matter? Think if you eat the flesh of your own species, that's okay. cannibalistic. I believe. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not that smart. I, so. Listen, I'm all confused just reading all these Army Hammer transcripts and bullshit like that. So, Oh, God. Forget yeah. It. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that has me all twisted up. So I'll, I'll defer to the master on this knowledge. <laughs> if you eat something that's your own species you're fucked up cannibal or not i don't know that's no good so Fair let's enough. just start with the beginning right what what sense does it make okay i get the circle of life conceit and all that stuff but why would the zebras and the antelopes be bowing before a lion that just doesn't make any sense why they eat them they actually admit uh, uh james earl jones is like i eat these lions but it's all part of the circle of life because they eat the grass so that means that they're going to worship simba that's just not right. It's the, the, the lions would not be there. They would be running away somewhere else hiding. All right. So that's right. bullshit right off the bat. I mean, why would they care that this stupid asshole lion that's going to keep eating them was born? They should have just uh, <laughs> fucking garbage. So, uh, <laughs> uh, the characters are all annoying. They're all pieces of shit or they're all stupid. There's not a single smart character in this thing, including the fucking monkey who you think is like, oh, he's smart. But the monkey... <laughs> it's bullshit right the monkey is it's like he speaks jamaican he does voodoo 
it's it's all that it doesn't match it's not african it's 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 fucking bullshit they they would have destroyed that monkey right off the bat a lion would have smacked that monkey upside the head for rubbing anything on the head of its offspring and what does he do well he rubs like coconut juice on the fucking forehead of simba it would have been dead two seconds movie over no no wrong let me cross that one out. <laughs> All right. What's next? What's next? What that one gets crossed out. That's yeah, hilarious. Cross that one out. We'll cross that way. Every character's a piece of shit. We got that one. Here, let's see what else we got Uh, with an eye on it. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, this is it. All right, look, in terms of professional wrestling, I know that I'm turning heel here, right? That's what you do. You turn heel in order to argue a point. Uh, I'm, I'll play the villain for this movie because uh, too many people have been kissing this movie's ass since 1994. I literally, when my parents and my brother on some summer afternoon were like, we're going to see The Lion King, I said, is it okay if I go into the next theater and watch Speed? And I did. I watched Speed while these morons in my family are next door watching The Lion King. (laughs) Speed, man. You got Keanu Reeves, you got Jeff Daniels, and you got uh, Dennis Hopper without a thumb. Sandra Bullock, of course. Uh, She was my next one. And the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off Cameron. Yeah. Which relates to... By by the way, Speed also done in this very podcast. Oh, you did Speed. Someone someone does not like Speed, and they decided to try and take it down. (laughs) Well... It's uh, it's a rough one because I actually I would defend that one. All right. Um, one positive I will say in this movie is that it does have a very good twist ending where at the end they, you know, it all is proven that it's in Simba's mind when they hold up Simba. And it just, you know, everything that you've seen that happened in the movie is actually a dream. They did the Bob Newhart thing. So <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's all in Simba's mind, you know, because then it do- doesn't make it real and it doesn't make it stupid. OK, that one's out. Uh, all right, <laughs> here we go. So, so let's get into the sexualization of this thing, right? So, there's a lot of unnecessary licking in this, and um, it's a very nebulous licking uh, rules here. So, they give the baths to the offspring, to the young, with their tongues. But then there's a very blatant lick in the sex scene. That's that's sexualization. So, you're mixed messaging here with the licks, right? That's not good for children. The children need to know what the licks mean, and it has to be one thing. Okay, if it's sex, it's sex. If it's a bath, it's a bath. Sorry, Disney, the licking fell. Cross that one out. How the fuck? Check. Check that one. How the fuck do birds know what a throw rug is? How the fuck? The birds know nobody knows the trouble I seen. Uh, they, he's singing that. That's anachronistic. It doesn't make sense. It, it, the, the time frame on The Lion King is no evidence of when it takes place. So I'm, 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 I, I like to be uh, grounded in the time and the place that I'm in. Is this pre-man, post-man, concurrent with man? There's no information here because there's nothing. There's nothing but different sections. And they don't even sp- explain the geography. They're like, over there's bad, over there's good. Then he's in the desert. Then he's eating bugs. The shit's all over the place. I need a time, a place. Is this 1897? I'll accept it. If it's not pre-dawn, <laughs> I'll accept that too. But they didn't explain it. Garbage. I want to know, is this Neanderthal or Cro-Magnon? Don't waste my time otherwise. Yeah. How the fuck? <laughs> and if it is pre-dawn, how do they know the song uh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight? I'll, I'll, it's I'll, cute? I'll let that slide. There has to be a, a, a little latitude here, I think, on that. Nah, PETA should be all over this goddamn movie. They're eating bugs, <laughs> killing animals. <laughs> it's PETA. garbage. It's garbage. Yeah, PETA. They, they should be coming out swinging. 
the monkey, right? He okay. Let's get back to the monkey. He's like Rasputin, which is not good for America because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it relates to the imperialist Russia, which then leads to communism, which then leads to, as you all know, horrible, horrible uh, people who think that they want to take down America. Not on our watch, Lion King. You fucking put Nazism out there. You put communism out there. No good. Not into it. The monkey. He smells fucking. Uh, he smells Simba on the air. Right. It's it just comes wafting through the air and he goes Simba. But if you look in that fucking wafting air, it literally says sex in the sky. It says and it spells out the word sex. Garbage for a kid. So, saw that. No kid's going to pick that up. But they will later on when they start, you know, have wanting to fuck lions, because that's what this movie is all trying to do. You got you got. Can you feel the love tonight? Right. That's a, a song about lions fucking. Right. And if you start with the lions fucking, then you get the sex in the sky. Then the children start to feel weird about wanting to fuck a lion. And that's when the whores come in. That's when the whores come in. That's when they start watching Howard the Duck in the Shape of Water, two of the greatest bestiality love stories ever told. And then you have a fucking you shape just have of a, water. The shape of water. You just have a line of kids it. wanting to fuck animals. This is not acceptable. <laughs> not acceptable whatsoever. I'm sorry. Can you feel the love tonight? No. No, I can't. That's it's two lions fucking. That's not love. It's lust. No matter where's how the, you get, get to the I have to I have to ask, where's the Nazism that I blatantly missed then? I guess the hyenas a goose stepping. They're fucking dun, 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 you know, go it's all uh, triumph of the will. And uh, you know, be prepared. I don't know, uh, be prepared for the second coming of the Nazi party. Did they in the did they century? Did they do crystal knock before attacking the lions? Probably the lions, and I missed that too. That was off screen. They didn't okay. show that part. <laughs> Thank, thank God. Thank God they did. Uh, I also saw The Lion King on Broadway. Also trash. Well, why would you go see it on Broadway if you hate the film? I was forced to. You know, my parents were like, we're going. They, you know, like my dad likes to go. I bought 17 tickets to the Nutcracker, so we're all going. You know, same thing. He's like, I wait, 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 wait. You, you could have you, you could have asked your dad to go see Speed the Musical. Well, I, that was playing down the block, and I actually tried to uh, agree that he would go and see that with me, but no goo. He likes the he, – we saw Beauty and the Beast on uh, Broadway. Why the fuck would we go see that? Is your dad one of those Disney guys who has 18 fucking pins of a necklace around him? No, that's the weirdest thing is that he's usually quite uh, level-headed and into cool shit, but when it comes to Broadway, he's dragging people to fucking uh, My <laughs> Fair Lady. I don't he, know what he's doing. Is he, he's, he sounds like he's a regular Nathan Lane at night. Oh, yeah, he's he's singing some shit. I mean, that's weird, though. We, we didn't get to see the uh, – what's that, the producers? Yeah. For some reason, because it was probably great. He's like, I don't want to see that trash. You know, it's, <laughs> it's fucking weird. You your, know, dad, take, your, your dad's a like Jim McGreevy, is he? <laughs> I, I don't know who that is, but uh, he was a governor. He, he was the governor of Jersey who turned out to be gay and, and had a, led a whole oh, like, separate he life. He might be. I mean, no, my dad. He, you know, he, if anything, he's definitely bi. He uh, <laughs> because he buys tickets to fucking <laughs> shitty Broadway shows. He's he's standing out in line for the Wednesday matinees. Like I got a hell of a deal, guys. No Groupon either needed. Watch this. Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> you never know. Maybe next time uh, Rent comes out, we'll go see it together. <laughs> I'm into it. Why the fuck does Nathan Lane have a New York accent? He's in Africa. What the fuck? This muskrat came from what? He emigrated backwards. He went to the other immigrate, whatever the word is. Yeah, yeah. He he, he he flew for, he flew in from Red Hook. Yeah. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm Nathan Lane. It should have been Andrew Dice Clay if you're going to go that far. 
All right, we or, already or, or Steven Seagal from Out for Justice with that Brooklyn accent. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> See? There was so, so many. I, I do love Nathan Lane, though. I think that he's one of the best parts of this movie as far as the lines, the the the, the spirit, the, the you know. And, and I will give a couple of positive things here. The stampede part really is amazing. The animation in that part is truly a spectacle to behold. Too bad. It just was like the okay in the end, yeah. They they stepped on Mufasa. Who cares? Fuck Mufasa. He was a jerk. He was telling his kid to be like such a dick. He's a king. And so this whole movie is yeah, anti-feminism because it's all about men who seek power, and that that's sort of like the only way that you gotta get to the top is being the king and this and that. What about treating the antelopes nice? What about treating the zebras nice? They're food. The bugs. You the gotta food. eat them. Yeah, but you eat the grass. Lions can eat grass. Across they're, they're carnivores. I mean, they're not really in that ingrained eat grass. But they're also cartoonivores. They should have been cartoon. It's children's movie. We shouldn't be eating it. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Yeah, we got Can You Feel the Love Tonight? They fucked. You know, we talked about that. Um, I think, uh, let's see. The monkey is Rasputin. Yeah, we got that part. The bug eating. Fuck that shit. Uh, oh. <laughs> I do like the flat earth implications of this movie because there's, there's no implications that this movie is uh, in any way, shape or form takes place on a round earth. Every single scene is 2D. There's no 3D reality in this movie. And that, to me, makes me think that it's all about the flat earth. Jesus Christ. I agree with what QAnon page did you pull this down from? <laughs> Uh, I, I went uh, 5780 deep on the Google search, so I, I got some shit. Oh, look. Good reference. Naked, Good reference. There's, there's a naked woman in a G-string on, they had like a reissue of the IMAX uh-huh. uh, yep. uh, poster. And if you look at it, it's actually, it's, it's, it's the poster that says, the king has returned. And if you look at it, there's an outline of a woman's ass right in your face. If they're not sexualizing this movie, I don't know what they're doing. You didn't see it, so you can't believe it, right? I, I, I didn't see it. And uh, Walt Disney's blue nose is turning over in his grave over and over as he hears this. Well, Walt Disney, he, was he a lot? When, when, did he, when did he die? Oh, my God. He died in like fucking. He was right? no, he wasn't even alive when he was alive when Disneyland came out. When Disney World <sighs> happened, he died. He's dead. So, oh. he di so he died in the 70s because Disney World is now 50 years old. Okay. Well, so then he was rolling over his grave in his grave when The Lion King was released in theaters because of all yeah. the fucking and sucking that happens in this movie. Okay, maybe he was uh, loving it. He or yeah, he might be loving it. I he could have been a sick sympathizer. fuck. I, I can see that guy just being like a, a complete sicko. He hung it, out with Salvador Dali, so he must have been on some sort of drugs. Oh my! Can you imagine here? He goes, "Hey, let's see what they do with Beauty and the Beast next." You ready? <laughs> <laughs> With the homoeroticism with Gaston flexing his neck and the collar pops up. Oh, that neck. You Gaston. guarantee he might have died actually, you know, hanging himself from the shower like David Carradine jerking off to death. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. I don't know how to you, say that word. You tell him, Michael Hutchins. <laughs> so uh, let's let's see what else I have here. Uh, just a couple of more. Um, <laughs> just can't wait to be king. It's a shitty knockoff of Under the Sea. Under the Sea is an infinitely better song, so it's a fail. That's yeah, that's very true. It's it's the same. Dun -dun 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 -dun. It's the same shit. Um, the slow mo slap fight. So we get all this build up to this big thing, and I'm sure, okay, there's fire and stuff. But the big climax is they give each other a couple of slaps on the face, and then Jafar falls into the this. He, I know Jafar, that that's a, that's Aladdin. 
Uh, well, <laughs> let you know how much I care about this movie. I don't know any of the fucking names except Simba. Um, all right, let's get into one more thing here. Plagiarism. This thing is completely plagiarized. Well, not completely. Bits and pieces of it are plagiarized from, let me pull up the name of this thing. It's called Kimba, the White Lion. It was a Japanese manga. And the elements in this thing, there's articles. You could just look up plagiarized, the Lion King, Kim, Kimba, the White Lion. And you'll see the side-by-side comparisons. It's the, the hyenas with the villains, which isn't, it's, that's, you know, it's not a stretch to believe. Uh, but they had the warthog and the muskrat as the comic relief. All these pieces were in place. Um, and, you know, all the animators denied it. Oh, we didn't know. We didn't know. They knew. Every single person <laughs> knew. Everybody knew. You know, it's it's garbage. And then I have these quotes from other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have quotes from other people. I mean, it, look, look, uh, here you go. Talib Visram from uh, fastcompany.com in 2019 when the remake came out, he said Disney replaced the racist hyenas in the remake. So if they were, uh, you know, they weren't racist caricatures in the first movie, why would they replace them? You know, so Disney knew that they were being racist in the first one and they completely erased the legacy. Uh, it's a fascist movie. Uh, it's it's about absolute power unquestioned and the weak have to worship these powerful beings who eat them. Fascist. Completely fascist. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a, here, here, let's read this about sexism. Walt Disney, this is from Neil Chechtik from the Seattle Times in 1994. Walt Disney Company's new animated feature, The Lion King, is a box office triumph and a solid artistic and dramatic accomplishment. Okay. It's also a fundamentally sexist film. While paying lip service to new gender roles, the movie strongly reinforces the stereotypes of men as power-driven competitors as and women as helpless, hapless victims. Agreed. Agreed. No. And then in an informal poll conducted during the last two weeks while the movie was in theaters, 100 parents were polled. Two-thirds of the parents felt that the movie was too violent. Two-thirds of 100, that's a lot. <laughs> that's 67. So Karin Rubenstein of the New York Times conducted that poll, 1994. So the hatred from this movie is from the dawn of the movie being released to today to 2019 when the remake came out. I didn't see the remake, so I can't say, but it's probably garbage. <laughs> and I'll, I'll rest my case there. I'm sure that there's more that comes up when you guys defend this thing. Or I don't know. Or Rob seems to not like it that much either. Now there are parts of it I like, parts of it I don't like. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's. I, I'm. I'm in control of this fucking ship here. Right? I am the captain. John, give me number one to ten of your thoughts on the Lion King. What do you have? Uh, one to ten. Uh, I would say that this is a two. Whew. Because there are good parts to this movie. There's parts like I said, the stampede, the hula dance. There's you know a couple of things to be had, but overall the songs aren't as good as the other movies, like uh, the Little Mermaid, the, the Aladdin, and those other. Things. Talk about a sexualized movie is a Little Mermaid, but you're not going to go fuck out there and, and gut that one either, are you? But the you if you in real life you want to fuck a mermaid, you don't want to fuck an animal. A mermaid at least is half human. But it's sexualizing in a Disney cartoon and wrong is wrong, right? But if we've seen Splash, you know that they can grow legs and be women for a little while. But so it was Hans that's Christian. Acceptable. It was Hans Christian Andersen's tale, which was written how many hundred seventy years ago, whatever the hell. I'm I'm making that number up. Hans was progressive. Yeah, I get okay. it. I, I would so, fuck a fish. So it's hypocritical. I see. Gotcha, bitch. No, right. if you fuck, 
that you can fuck a sea animal. This is we're talking about land specifically here. Just land. oh, so now we're, we're we're basing our prejudices on land animals versus sea animals exactly. or fair game. Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right. There's something R about water. Rape a dolphin, cool. Fucking lion, not cool. <laughs> exactly. The dolphins rape us. Uh, That's true. I, I, I do. I, that is. I'm. 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 I just. The audience is gonna love this episode. That's all. <laughs> I can't wait to say. Rob Apple, you've already showed your hand because your poker face sucks. Why don't you take? Uh, why don't you take off your, your notes here and tell what, what you got? What do you have? Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's funny. I come to watch this movie differently, of course, from the first time I watched it to now. And right. I see things now that there's no way in hell I would have ever spotted when I first saw this movie. Needless to say, because there's so, so big of a difference between. So, I mean, I, I, John, I'm with you in the beginning. It's like you, know, you have all these animals that are running together and it's like, dude, why are they not eating each other? Why are they not on the attack? Why are they not just just completely trying to devour each other. I, I didn't understand that either. So I'm kind of with you on that one. But uh, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway that I that I take from this is that this movie would have been over in 20 minutes if you had good parenting. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need is good parenting. And this movie is over. OK, first of all, no good. No parent is going to let an orangutan Freaking hold their baby up like seven feet in the air with his long arms. This is not going to happen. So I'm no. mean, parenting example. Number one, it's unrealistic. It's incredibly unrealistic. Who is going to let an orangutan? I, mean, I wouldn't let an orangutan near my kid. That's for sure. especially not. We're borderline <laughs> racism, Rob. Be careful. Gee, I hear no, that. No, tone. I'm, I'm hey, listen. I'm talking about the animal itself. I'm running in here. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm going to get very defensive of, of what I got cooking. Um, of orangutans, <laughs> especially if they speak Jamaican. Is that what you said before? They speak, yeah, he's they speak fucking Jamaican. speaking Jamaican, doing voodoo, doing karate. I mean, they give him all they, this is garbage. It's just like give him one thing. He should be one specific thing. I will say I liked his peacefulness. He was a nice, peaceful character. You know, he, he was one of those guys that you just felt comfortable around. I feel like I could tell anything to Rafiki. I like Rafiki. I like, that's like, true. That's why I'm saying I'm back and forth on this whole thing. And it, like I said, it does. It does ultimately go back to parenting, because as 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 Simba got older, what did he do? He tried to go hang out with Uncle Scar. We all have had that uncle that's just just a little bit effed up. Right. We've all had no. that uncle that dad's just kind of like, hey, listen, just stay away from stay, Just stay away from Uncle Joe. OK, just don't talk to him. <laughs> don't lend him any money. Whatever you do, don't do. You know, just don't go into a room alone with him. Whatever. You, where was that? At, at what point did 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 Mufasa sit down with Simba and say, hey, kid, do me a favor. 
don't go hang out with Uncle Scar. He's a creep. He's got a lot of things wrong with him. He's got freaking hyenas marching to his every command. Just just stay away from him. And like, you know, where's mom? Where's Sarabi? You know, because you look at when when he goes over to get knowledge, he's taking a bath and he's like, come on, we got to go. We got to go right now. He sounds like a crack. He's just he's just raging. He's got to go to the water, uh, the water hole. And that's not where he's going. Obviously, he's going to the elephant graveyard. He wants to take her to like this to this, this really dangerous place. And where was mom? Mom didn't get inquisitive at all. No, she didn't say like, you know, hey, where exactly are you guys going? You were in the water hole. I know you're not that excited about the water hole, son. Where exactly are you talking <laughs> about going? Just a little bit of probing is all he would have need. Where were you this morning? You were hanging out with Uncle Scar. Where did he tell you to go? He told you to go to the elephant graveyard. No, you're not going there. You guys are staying right here. Nala, finish your bath like that. So and then roll credits. Movie over. Done. Good parenting stops everything from this movie. If you're not trusting Uncle Scar, you're not going to go down in the freaking gorge, okay? And if you're not trusting Uncle Scar, you're going to hang out way above on the cliff. You're going to be like, holy shit, look at all those fucking wildebeest. This is, <laughs> this is, this is just crazy. Oh, my God, there's Uncle Scar. Good thing I'm way the hell up here. Where's Dad? Dad? All right, good. Dad's over at Pride Rock. You know, I'm going to get the hell out of here where it's safe. You know, that's what would have happened. And then you would have had the story of how Nala and Simba became like some power couple. It would have been it would have been a beautiful thing. But no, that didn't happen because we have bad parenting. Thank you. Thank you so much. All, also, right, all right, Dyfus, calm the fuck down. I get it. I mean, Jesus, kid runs go, away. go adopt the- a Mr. Foster child home. <laughs> <laughs> and our, it's it's heavily implied that they're brother and sister, right? I mean, Mufasa's the fucking head of the pride. No, uh, no, no. Who, who, where are the other alliance? Scar. I, so I, I don't think they're. But I don't think they're related. Well, it, you got the only two male lions you see in the whole thing are Mufasa and oh. Scar. So there's, anybody there's, is fucking is all related to each other because he, but they bone the female lions. There's a shitload of them. You see them. I just think there'd be more brother sister repartee than that. I mean, just uh, I, if I they know. if they did, they played it close to the vest. Again, it, it could be wrong, but I just got a. I just I just got the vibe that I don't think they were brother and sister. But whatever, it's they should have showed one more male lion then. Their cousin, okay, cousins. Uh, well, he was kind of a wise ass and can't hold a job. You could bang a cousin. That's fine. Next. Well, I, I I didn't take it there, but you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the old David tell joke is uh, you should be allowed to fuck your cousin if she's hot just once. <laughs> <laughs> if it's good enough for Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis, it's good enough for everyone else. And look where they are now. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, other than that, like, you know, I, I, I don't like how he just bailed on his dad. Like, you know, why don't you just say, you know what? F you scar. I'm going home. With my mom. We're going to straighten the shit out. He didn't because he was he wasn't raised properly. He had shit right. parents. That's other than that. I love the message of the movie. I love the music. I love the characters. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was obviously the symbol of the time, so it was important. <laughs> Someone had a big poster of him and hang up in his room. <laughs> him and him, him and Tim Allen must have been a oh. jerk off beat, beat off session. That's cute, <laughs> Rob. It sounds like you're done. You have you have a, you have a, a number for me, one to ten? Uh one to ten. Honestly, I gotta give it. I I, I gotta give it a seven. Seriously, I mean, like, don't even, have though to. I, even though I was very critical of it, the overall message of the movie is it, it's 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 pretty good. And it's 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 a really tough movie to really tear. That's why I said I was middle of the road and I'll, I'll err on the side of good and I'll say seven out of ten. Cal, I want to talk to you about this week's sponsor. And that, of course, Meet Cute Box. What is Meet Cute Box? It is a themed date night box 
filled with unique items from small businesses around the world. They were kind enough to send me some stuff. Guys, look at this. Ready? First thing, you can't see because of the Lion King picture. Or beautifully uh, highbrow gummy bears. Not CBD, by the way. Legit high, like higher end gummy bears. Not that Harpo bullshit you get at the grocery store. Legit solid gummy bears. Uh, a candle that smells like Oasis. No, not the 1995 band that smells like cigarettes and beef eaters gin. But damn delicious. And if you never knew they made this, get ready. Not one, but two microwavable corn on the cob. Who thought that it actually existed? And listen, what date night is complete without coffee and adult Mad Libs? If this doesn't spurn on your Randy Talk A-game, I don't know what is. And that's the best thing about Meet Cute Box because they just they give you they ask you a few questions. And then they try and figure out what your likes are. And then they'll tailor make that stuff and send it to you. So every box is a handmade box based on your membership profile. So you and your partner have a new surprise every month. Unlike an unwanted pregnancy, right? Right. Memberships start at only $29.99 with each box valued up to $100. And there's even a gift box available if you want to send it to a friend. So, Rob, you could send it to your sex dungeon there in the Poconos to a lucky lady <laughs> who's working at, at, at uh, Mount Kilimanjaro, that water park there who works the rides, you know. Do you want to invite her over for some uh, Randy talk? By all means. And uh, that's how you do it up there in the Poconos. If you're looking for ways to keep your date nights fun and exciting, you can try Meet Cute Box for free by visiting meetcutebox.com. And, of course, use that code word PODCAST for $10 off your first box. That's meetcutebox.com. Use the code word PODCAST for $10 off. Check out the commercial on YouTube and see how they got started and what it all is about. These notes brought to you by, of course, guttingthesacredcow.com. Go there every week. Find some kick-ass merchandise there. Hats, bags, shirts, mugs, hats. I already said hats. Before I get into my notes, remember, Gutting the Sacred Cow, leave us a five-star rating, two- or three-sentence review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Notes. The Hans Zimmer song in the opening instantly grabs you. I don't care what your thoughts are on this film, but that shit is catchy. The score is almost as good as The Dark Knights. Almost. So let me get this straight. Simba being held over the cliff by the monkey is the obvious inspiration that Michael Jackson did holding his kid over that hotel back balcony, right? <laughs> Blanket. <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader, the voice of Mufasa. The man is a goddamn national treasure. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Terrence Mann of Field of Dreams. The voice of Simba is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. With a name like that, you think he's a serial killer, but he's not. <laughs> he was the middle child on Home Improvement. And who would have thought that the kid who played his older brother would have had more success in life than he did by playing a driver in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift? Scar speaks with the cadence and tonation of a gay theater superfan. Could be Mr. <laughs> could be could be John Brennan's dad, dad. all you know. My dad, yeah, he's he's definitely a Jeremy Iron sounding like. Listen, at least Simba doesn't have to marry Nala because she's in her bloodline. Unlike those incestuous royal family inbred, weak jawed limeys, 
Stop pretending you give a shit about Queen Elizabeth's death. No one cares. Stop it. That's why we fought two wars. We don't believe in totalitarianism and monarchy. Inside the elephant graveyard wouldn't have been more fun if Scar showed Simba the blood diamond mines instead. <laughs> or maybe even the female genital mutilation camps. One of those two. Oh, shit. Whoa. Then he learned to listen to his dad, right? <laughs> the, the hyenas had the charm of a mall security guard. I get, I get this is a G-rated film. Fine. But they're not showing anything like that's quasi-terrifying to warrant them to be fearful for people to be fearful of the hyenas. Like they're just a bunch of giggle farts and, you know, shits and giggles, stuff like that. No one's scared of them. Because it's all just a joke. There's no reason for you to fear them for what you've seen on screen. Or, uh, well, remember that time we took down a pride of elephants? Herd of elephants? Pride of lions. Herd of elephants. Excuse me, Kevin. I know <laughs> my my terms for, for that. The stampede reminds me of watching the news and seeing another and seeing where the wildebeest, you know, stomp their way around there. It's like watching the news and seeing people stomp their way into a Best Buy at 5 a.m. on a Black Friday to save 75 bucks on a TV. If only we could use the Smilex gas from Batman 1989 and call the herd that way, we'd all be better off. Oh. <laughs> Disney loves going to the well with that dead parent trick again, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. They Killed beat the parents. They beat that drum to a T. Is it me or does Scar have rickets? <laughs> he walks like he has rickets, polio, or scoliosis. Either or. No one would ever take him seriously as king. Nope. Pooba sounds like Watto, the slave owner of Anakin Skywalker and his mother in episode one, Phantom Menace. Oh. <laughs> I must be the only asshole in this world who does not go gaga over Hakuna Matata or Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Those songs do nothing for me. I just don't feel the love tonight. Next time I have to take a dump in public, I'll just say Hakuna Matata, and that should count as an inoculation against Hep C. Right, fellas? <laughs> First laugh of the film is when Zazu started to sing It's a Small World, and, and Scar told him to shut up. I laugh. <laughs> now, my question is, as yeah. someone who's been to Disney World several times, including with my daughter not long ago, why people still gamble riding that ride? And then crossing their fingers, hoping it doesn't get stuck, is a gamble not worth taking in my book. <laughs> nope. Because that ride stinks. Oh, that ride's terrible. Stunk as a kid, stinks even more as an adult. And don't say nostalgia, because it stunk then too. I can't believe you guys didn't bring this up. There is This is one of the biggest miscastings I have ever seen in movie history. How the fuck are you going to have Matthew Broderick play a teenager while he's old enough in real life at the time to start to start contemplating what life insurance policy to buy and stop <laughs> and stop going into mosh pits at punk shows. He does have a very weak voice for this. You would think that somebody would have a tougher sounding voice. I will get to that in 30 seconds. <laughs> ah, sorry, pal. <laughs> sorry. The Rafiki character sounds like cousin of the Somalian pirate in Captain Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't crazy about Rafiki. He didn't bring much to the table. He was more of a pain in the ass character. Ironically, the circle of life and the force in Star Wars have similarities, and the obvious tie-in, of course, is James Earl Jones. 
more of a fun fact. But these secondary characters in Lion King, I would love to force choke them and impale them on a lightsaber, starting with Timon and Pumbaa, the two biggest waste, unfunny, comedic relief, I use that in quotes, characters in this film. Back to you, Rob Apple. Matthew Broderick trying to use a threatening voice has the same impact as Nathan Lane using a threatening voice. So weak. So weak. How do you have him try and get all tough and mighty as a lion? That that <laughs> casting made no sense whatsoever. I hated that choice of making him as adult Simba. Terrible. It's a, wh what's next? Are you going to have a wimpy from Popeyes? What a deep cut, right? Try and be, I'd rather <laughs> pull out fucking Peter. Uh, uh, oh my God. Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus prime for Christ's sakes, have oh. someone with a little bit of timber in his voice instead of a guy who sounds like he's asking to borrow your card for a subway swipe, but you're not really believing him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was always my biggest holdup with that. I mean, come on, get a tough sounding somebody in there or has the potential to be tough. Now, now the flip side of that coin, Jeremy Irons is so goddamned underrated as Scar. That is a performance yep. of a lifetime. I love yep. them. I love him. Die Hard 3 as well. This is a top five Disney villain performance and a top five Disney character vocal performance. It's him. It's Robin Williams as, as the genie. Yep. It's Gilbert Gottfried as Iago. Mm -hmm. It's Woody and Buzz and Toy Story. I'll fight you. We can have this Craig T. Nelson as Mr. Incredible. Sure. But God damn it, Scar, that is one hell of a performance. You buy him every step of the way. All day. One thing I agree with you on. Yep. There you go. 100%. Now, not only should you take my word for it, take my seven-year-old daughter's word for it when I asked her the following Reagan, do you want to watch The Lion King with Daddy? No, thanks. I don't need to see it again. Can we rewatch Frozen, Incredibles, Toy Story, or Aladdin instead? That told me everything I need to know. <laughs> I was 16 when this film came out. I like a very good amount of Disney films. There was a very dark period of Disney. Peach Dragon, all that shit in the late 70s, early 80s was bad. Rescuers was good, but... Black Cauldron did not like Peach Dragon, terrible. Uh, the mid 80s, I don't think there was anything mid 80s. It was all Disney reissues in that time. The, the gem of them all was Little Mermaid was first. Aladdin was right after that. Yeah. Back to back, fantastic. Then later on, you had uh, Beauty and the Beast. Right before this, I wasn't a fan. I get it, but did not like it. Then you have this. These songs are meh. Agreed. <laughs> All the characters, except for Scar and Mufasa, are meh. Mm -hmm. Matthew Broderick is the biggest miscasting I have ever seen in a Disney film, period. Preach. It, it's like when, picturing him trying to be tough is like trying to picture Ferris Bueller trying to throw a punch. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> I wasn't buying him as King of the Jungle for a goddamn second. I understand why people adored this if you were a kid in the time period again i was in that i was 16 about to be 17 still like disney films earlier but again now one year later what came out in the theater fellas toy story and i was hook line and sinker on that i was early money on toy story one of my favorite films of all time one two and three are perfect perfect films
Great movies. I will take this any. I'll take those any day of the week. This film is overrated. Contemporary films of this time, Aladdin, much funnier, better mm. songs. Little Mermaid, better songs, better characters. Yep. You can give me this film versus damn near any other Pixar film except for Luca. That sucked. Uh, I will go with Pixar any other time of the week. Those stories, those characters, way more memorable, way more touching. I didn't hate this film. I will never watch this again. Overrated, <laughs> but I don't hate it. Five and a half out of ten. Mm-mm-mm. And this is going to cause the torches and pitchforks. <laughs> and I thought, listen, I, I'm, I'm the high, I'm the highest one on this on this scale. <laughs> Critics five star reviews. Oh, by the way, the animation of this is fantastic. Let's also give credit where credit is due. Sure. The Lion King is classic, first-rate Disney, an animated musical for all ages that will roar its way to great to huge grosses and take its place among Disney's best. Okay. Nope. Well, it did. I mean, huge grosses. We're not going to argue that. Well, it grosses, yeah, but it's a gross movie. <laughs> Look at you, <laughs> you punny son of a bitch. The Lion King boasts a top-notch story, excellent characterizations, instantly humble tunes, and some of the best artwork and animation the company's ever done. It's a classic from the opening sequence. Make no mistake, the magnitude of the achievement here far outweighs any shortcomings. The Lion King is both populous blockbuster and royal treat. This one you're going to agree with. Scar is, I think, the best Disney villain we've ever had. Yep. He's pretty damn good. I'll buy that. Critics. Critics, one-star reviews. Yes. The Lion King is short on humor, long on melodrama, and AWOL on fun. It was intended to be important and is pretentious instead. Between traumas, the movie serves up soothingly banal musical numbers composed by Elton John and Tim Rice and silly, rambunctious comedy. Although, sorry, go ahead, Rob. I was going to say, I agree with that ton of that like i got into a little bit before <laughs> although far from the worst offender in disney's canon the lion king is nevertheless host to many of the less savory qualities common to the studio's output frankly i felt more raw emotion and spirit the stallion of the cimarron and the sadly neglected emperor's new groove was more fun now emperor's new groove i was not a fan of so God. disagree of course, you can't argue with the Lion King's roaring success. Oh, look at you! Oh! But for some, re- but for some reason, bigger doesn't make it better. All right, Amazon five star reviews. This is the people talking now. This movie is amazing. I might be the biggest Lion King fan ever. I won on African Safari about a week or two before the movie came out. The animation in this movie is pretty much identical to the real-life animals. I was highly impressed. Obviously, nothing is better than the original, but I'm so proud of what this version became. Also of note, my cat loves this movie so much that he sits and watches it almost all the way through. Wait a minute. Let me get this right. Did a, did your safari have a jealous brother murderous king brother in the Serengeti while a sequined gay man sings in the background? Did I miss that safari? Oh, my God. That person was on LSD on safari for sure. That's not the time to go on, on heavy hallucinogenics while on safari because you could very well die in the blink of an eye. 
which is why I won't go there. <laughs> I have watched this about four times, then I finally purchased it, LOL. I love the original cartoon version, but this really takes the cake. I don't know why this movie always makes my day, and I'm a big grown adult. I love Mufasa. Rawr. I have no shame. LOL. Smiley face with tongue. Enjoy. Well, all right, guy. Now make sure you go back to washing the tables at Taco Bell. <laughs> We've seen the play, and now we're excited to see the movie. I know we're old, but we but we really like this type of good, clean entertainment. Signed, Vince McMahon. Oh. <laughs> Vince McMahon. I still love the original movie. I love that my grandson is just about as crazy as I was when I first when it first came out. I'm a young grandma. Don't try and do the math. Love the extras that are included with this set. It's fun to watch and sing every time, whether it's the first time you watch this this day or the tenth. Signed, my daughter kept her prom baby at gmail.com. <laughs> oh my god! See, oh it leads my. to nefarious things. This movie. <laughs> Amazon one star reviews. I didn't authorize that purchase. <laughs> Next one. Not fan not family friendly for toddlers. I wish a refund was available. Isn't this where parenting comes in? This also this also supports what John said too. Yeah. I'm a parent, but this would not let me my bother watch my daughter with my daughter. Next one, way creepier than I remember. Uh-huh. And of course, this movie has a fake god and murder in it. Please don't get Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron has none of this stuff, but people say it's violent when it has no deaths. Sign D Snyder. Yes, he's not going to take it. <laughs> no. Rob Apple, did John Brennan gut the sacred cow? Oh, he gutted it. Oh my god, you really I'll tell you one thing, you kind of you kind of threw uh you, you threw a couple of new things for me to consider. I mean, some of some of them I'm thinking like, oh, I don't know if I'm uh, I don't know if I'm with you on that. You got a little extreme with uh with some of the points, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I hated it a tiny bit more, but you know what it was? It, it is, it, it's, it's, it's matched up against all, all like the good things that you take away from this movie, all the good feels and, uh, and, and, and the happy ending, which you always get from your quintessential Disney movie, you know? So it's a, l a little bit, you kind of swayed me. I think you got it. I'll co-sign that gutting despite the QAnon fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theorist. I mean, some things, the sex part, okay, you can see it, you see the stills of it. Other things, nah, but listen, it was a spirited argument, and I agree that this film was gut to a degree. I mean, it, I, I'll say it's overrated. Does it stink? I don't think it stinks, but it's definitely not on that pedestal, which it deserves to be. That is for sure. John Brennan, why don't you tell the fine folks what you're up to, where we can find you, what you want to shout out, all that good stuff. Uh, you can see me. Uh, I'm on the last drive in with Joe Bob Briggs. I do the musical numbers and I sometimes act <laughs> and I do things behind the scenes. Uh, and you can find me at Bad Techno on Twitter and Instagram. And I also just uh, I, I, there's a guy on the show called Yuki Nakamura that everybody loves. He's a Japanese cowboy and him and I are starting a, a bunch of content. I put him in a, a, a I put him in I put him in a coffin and I interviewed him about death and I did a lot of <laughs> wacky things with him. Uh, started a cooking show called Are Yuki Hungry Tonight? So that's coming on Halloween. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is it hibachi? 
I mean, no, 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 no. So we go to the buffet, though. I, we, we're doing this. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a parody on We Love L.A., but it's We Love Buffet. So we went and we shot a lot of footage. It's a it's like our trailer. So we're going to be at the buffet uh, doing the hibachi. But no, I cook him actually Elvis recipes. I have a book of, of Elvis recipes called Are You Hungry Tonight? So oh I dressed him up like Elvis and I made him the peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Bananas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made him the meatloaf. <laughs> And uh, I won't reveal the, the, the ratings, but um, let's just say he ate them. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear an Asian cowboy sing. That's all I want to hear. He, there's a song by Ween called Japanese Cowboy, and it's like this guy's theme song. I'm telling you. Speechless is something I don't use that often, but Rob Apple seems to be speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Apple, what can we, what, what, where can we find you? What are you up to? What's, what, can, I can smell what the Rob is cooking, so let's hear it. <laughs> so uh i'll be i'll be i'll be at a uh an american legion coming up on october 1st uh over in rawway whoa whoa yeah, so, so down right? humble bragger calm down over there <laughs> well actually i i do i love doing stuff for the vets so getting getting this opportunity i got in this one uh, a few years uh running is is pretty good i just did something for uh the mental park uh veterans hospital too so that was a good time like i said i love doing this stuff you've worked with me on a few veteran shows i have it's, it's been, been fun. fun yep yeah yeah no we have a good time we should work yeah, again so together it's been, it's been too long since we did gigs together buddy yeah i know we gotta change that we gotta change that i'm finally starting to get some things back so i'll give you a shot cool uh, i'm doing the uh ching ching birthday bash that's in uh, bethlehem a good buddy of wait mine. wait wait is that the japanese cowboy birthday bash yeah <laughs> you can too easy sounds like it right no yeah. it's, it's uh, a it, it, good friend of mine is uh he's, he's got a company called ching ching productions and uh he, he kind of does he kind of does something similar to to what i do except he doesn't go after the fundraisers he does uh some like hotel shows stuff like that so uh he's got a big birthday show going on with some people he's got uh, eric nievis is on that show and I'm, I'm gonna be uh on that show with him and i do a dynamite impression of him and uh, i'm gonna embarrass him in front of all of his friends it's gonna be great if he hasn't been so already here it comes again. KevinGoatee.com for all dates and shenanigans. Tom Fullery, GuttingTheSacredCow.com where you can get some merch, hat bag, shirt, cell phone holder, whatever. that We got a ton of shit on there. Tank tops, not really the season, but whatever, long sleeves. And, of course, Fantasy Football Jibber Jabber every week where I give out my NFL picks and betting advice. It's in the metaverse in the joke community room in the metaverse. So when you're done jerking off the VR porn, head on over to there and watch that shenanigans and make some free money. GuttingTheSacredCow.com, that GTSC podcast, um, Twitter, and all the other socials, Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. John Brennan, you're a, you're a fucking riot. Yeah, you made me, uh, you made me <laughs> chuckle. That's for damn sure. Thank Rob you Apple. Yeah, you're welcome. Rob Apple, you're a delight. You know that. That's why you're back here. We're hanging out, having a, a nice little chat. Everyone, thanks again for coming over and hanging out with us and giving us an hour of your week all the time. We love you. We thank you for that. We will see you next time. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.